Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Round 16 of the AFL season's done and dusted. And just like uh, North Melbourne, we're down a man now. Yep. Uh, Josh is uh, not in this week. He's got a bit of a, the man flu going around. So uh, my name's Heath, and I never introduced my name. I got in trouble for that. So yeah. Um, so Brenton, what was your highlight of the weekend? Um, well, it wasn't really uh, AFL related, actually. There was Go for it. plenty of was UFC it, Was it UFC related? Yep. I think anyone who follows our Twitter might have saw that I was pretty excited about UFC 200 <laughs> on the weekend. Well, so. they had three events in three days. Yeah, I think we lost three followers. That's how excited <laughs> I was. <laughs> so, yeah, so... My, just, just the whole weekend? or It was the whole weekend of having... Because um, uh, it's International Fight Week as well. So yeah. the UFC had planned this uh, three fight cards in three days for a fair while. And the... I believe there was title fights on all the cards, yep. or maybe just absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yep. So interesting things. And the best thing is, is that I work uh, from home uh, at my computer, so it was cool to be able to work and watch uh, <laughs> three great cards in three days. So, yeah. Two out of three champions uh, got yeah. U- usurped. Yeah, yeah, it actually. Yeah, it was only um, JJ that kept her. So yeah, yeah, that was exciting to have a interim, full of interesting sport. Interim belts don't count. Yeah, that's true. Uh, um, I think my highlight was just uh, on footy was Hawthorne won against Port Adelaide over there and zero reports. Yep. I think that's a great improvement for Hawthorne. <laughs> Even uh, Clarko managed to get back to his hotel safe and sound. So. He, he, took, uh, he took the bus. He didn't walk home. Took the bus. That's more dangerous. Jesus. Actually, uh, while we're on that, after the game, uh, we'll, we'll get to the actual game itself, but um, I watched the press conferences afterwards. Yep. Michelangelo Rushi is the uh, the big journo from Adelaide. Is who, he? Who cops yeah. everything. He's right. there. He's Caro and Robbo all rolled into one. Sucks to be him. It <laughs> uh, sucks to be an Adelaide footy supporter yeah. in that sense. But he's, his final question to Ken Hinckley was about greyhound racing. Was it? Yep. Wow. Because apparently Ken Hinckley's has an in- interest in it and it's just been banned in New South Wales. <laughs> Problem is, Hinckley had no idea it had been banned. And it was just such a <laughs> just weird awkward. question. He's like, a greyhound race? Uh, yeah, okay, what whatever. What the fuck are you talking about? It's like, <laughs> guy, you, you could have done this over text you know, yeah. later on. Actually, that reminds me of the, the post-fight press conference for the, the UFC 200 card where um, Amanda Nunes, who beat Misha Tate for her yeah. title, first openly gay MMA fighter to have a belt, or UFC fighter to have okay. a belt. And it wasn't brought up until the very last question from someone who, that was his whole point. I'm guessing he had his story already written. Yeah, he just, needed, he just a quote. needed a quote. And so he'd ask her, you know, your fight was good, you know, and, and last question was, so you were the first openly gay athlete, right. uh, MMA fighter in the UFC to win a title. How does that uh, feel for you? She answered all the questions except for that one. So he's trying to ask it again, but he doesn't want to flat out just say, look, I don't care about anything else. I'm just here for the game. Yeah. So she didn't actually end up answering it. Really? Not a mistake. So you eventually you had to go, so about the gay thing. Like, you know, <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, it's great. It's great. <laughs> it's like, yeah. don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm trying not, to punch. Not interested in being a poster girl for for that 
uh, whatever he's, he's, he's agenda is. So just yeah. a fighter. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. I love that's that. Interesting. Yeah, I just want to fight. Yeah, exactly. I don't care about whatever your little agenda is. Well, I'm here to beat people up. Well, actually, seeing, seeing as we're talking about UFC, that's a bit like uh, Ronda when she came out here. Ronda Rousey, you know, saying you know about equal pay and all that kind of stuff, oh, and yeah. she goes, "I draw. I get paid more because I draw more. That's yeah. all it's about." Yeah, it's like, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah, she goes, "I don't care. It's yeah. just I just do what I do, and if I get paid more, great." <laughs> yeah, I am the highest paid person in this room. So yeah, yeah. cool story. Like I can say now I think she's third. Yeah, and well, I, I mean, I think I, th- I think she's lucky she signed some contracts before yeah. <laughs> when it comes to movies. Anyway, let's get to the football. Um, Thursday night. Uh, so this is the second last Thursday night for the year. Yeah, I'm over it. Even though they are good games, the last couple and they the were, next one will be. But this one I didn't realize. I forgot it was a Thursday, so ruined my Friday. So I thought it was Saturday. Right, I was getting ready for. Um, what was it? The one before you say 200. Ultimate yeah, fighter yeah. finale or whatever it was. Yeah. So I was like, oh, sweet. And then I uh, broke up and no, uh, wrong card. So, okay. Um, Hawthorne got the job done against Port Adelaide. Um, even I've got to say, I, I, you know I love my letter writing campaigns. Yep. And they've all failed miserably. Didn't write enough. Didn't write enough, obviously. Need the follow-up letter. I really feel like I've got to do another one to Channel 7 because as a Hawthorne supporter, I am sick of their commentary. Oh, like, yeah. I'm sick of the commentary on everything. Oh, trying to call a knock-on a tap on a Cyril and just go, oh, Jesus Christ. Getting a bit cringeworthy. And that was Hamish McLaughlin, who I think last uh, time I heard him commentate a Hawthorne match was when we played Brisbane, and he said he'd watched Cyril mow the lawn. Jesus. He's okay. getting, like, it's like he's looked at Bruce and gone, you're not cringy enough. Yeah, yeah. I, I can outdo yeah. this. I've got you, and I raised you a bit of creepiness. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh that was uh, Piopolo's mark. Oh, that was a cracker with with the with the spin. Yeah, it still amazes me. Like, if there's ever a candidate for someone who's discovered anti gravity, it's got to be Piopolo <laughs> because it looks like a little nugget that somehow managed to defy physics. Well, it's funny that Hawthorne don't have a good high mark. Yeah. Um, except for the bloke who's five foot three. Yeah. And Cyril Rioli, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Oh, but, Jesus. Um, he's our our best our only chance to take a screamer really. Yeah. Cyril drops some absolute screamers. Yeah, and I mean. Pretty, pretty poor form of the umpire. I usually blow the whistle on those ones and well, cop the criticism. Okay, so the, the Cyril Rioli um, dropped mark, yeah. they called. Right, two, th- three things about that. One, he clearly had his hands on his yep. shoulders. All over it. All over it. Two, no way did he hold that enough. Did not hold it. Not even close. Three, points one and two don't count when it comes to judging mark of the year. They never have exactly. before. Yep. <laughs> so if that was paid, you could understand it. You go back, you go, yep, yep, yep. Oh, the last 10, I was I gonna say, about oh, six. I was waiting for you to throw in the, the clincher that goes, oh, that's where he's going. I'm thinking, no, these are all still marks. Yeah. <laughs> still contenders for mark of the year. Yep, they're all there. And it was just the fact that, I mean, the way he got on those shoulders, it was it was like a chick trying to get a photo of a flash of titties at a concert or something. He got up high, didn't he? That, yeah. The two hands on the shoulders really got him up there. It, doesn't it? It works. <laughs> Um, it was on uh, Broadbent too. Yeah. Who was who? Poppy took his mark over. Was it? So Broadbent, he <laughs> he is absolutely ecstatic that it didn't get paid because he could have been on two sure. marks of the week. I reckon, and he could have been getting a new nickname around the clubs. Yeah, the old, he has to be or something. I think he's going to get it anyway. Surely. Yeah. Uh, one thing I noticed about this game is that it seemed for the second week in a row it looked like Robbie Gray wants to be at Port Adelaide again. Yeah, yeah. He's so, starting to uh, pick up. He's I think he had a couple of reports earlier on in the year. Yeah. Um, and served a game um, as well. I think so yeah. Um, so I think he's got it out of his system, and maybe maybe somebody's gone and said, "Mate, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, you, you're either you, you're with us or you're not." Yeah. But it has at times looked like he was 
too good for this team. Yeah. Like and I mean, he thinks yeah. too quick compared yep. to everyone else around him. That's exactly it. And you get frustrated when people aren't up to the abilities that you're trying to perform yeah. at. And I mean, you can see how it would take it out of you after a while. Um, is he from Adelaide? Or is he in a state of... I, I don't think he's from Adelaide. I've got a right. feeling he's not, but I could be wrong. So it's something they would have been watching going, hang on a second, we've got to, we've got to knock this on the head <laughs> we now. We've another chance here. <laughs> yeah, we knock this on the head now before something happens. So yeah, I thought it was good to see him back in playing some inspired footy. Um, we mentioned on last week on the preview for this round that it's likely that Sam Mitchell is going to get the second Mitchell to tag him. Yeah. In uh, He's had Tom Mitchell from Sydney, who did a great yep. job. And now we had Kane Mitchell. Um, you've got to say that Sammy's got one the day with uh, 28 touches. Yeah. But Kane Mitchell tagging, zero tackles. Yeah. He had a good week tagging uh, the previous week. But um, unfortunately, I think when your night ends with um, zero tackles, and the other bloke nearly gets 30 touches. Yeah. That's the only thing he can claim. I yeah. kept him under 30. Yeah. And I mean, no tackles. That's kind of like the one thing you're going to be trying to do. Uh, even when he hasn't got the ball. Yeah. So you should at least Tackle get... him anyway. <laughs> yeah. And uh, where is he? Where's, where's his freeze against? Uh, well, Sammy Mitchell got three free kicks. Right. So um, let's see. Kay Mitchell gave away uh, three. Yeah, three. So I'm, I'm going to guess that, that all three were to Sammy. Yeah, hopefully they'll for tackling him without the ball. Otherwise, <laughs> if he's got a full donut on tackles, then... <laughs> you want to say, at least that's the Brad Hill way. Yeah. The only tackles you ever get are holding <laughs> yeah. the man. Yeah. <laughs> He had a shocker too, Brad Hill. We keep the goal after the siren, but yeah. that was really putting uh, polish on the turd, turd of a night for him. It's kind of lucky. The Hawthorne have never really been in a situation where, like, shit, we need Hill to step up. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's not that player where you're like, oh, if Hill has stepped up, we win this game. Well, I mean, the, that's kind of the problem is they've got Billy Hartung who plays the same game. Yeah. Who's yeah. just playing better. And Isaac Smith is a level above because he can kick the ball 60. Yeah. Not yep. very accurate, yeah. but he can kick at 60, whereas yep. Brad Hill can't. Yeah, that's true. Um, and he's got a little bit of desire about him as well. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is the second game back with Jay Schultz as well. Well, it's kicked, kicked some nice uh, couple of goals. Kicked a couple. So it was but good to see him. Didn't touch the ball much, but... Yeah. Well, I mean, as a forward line competing with the the other forwards that got up there, it's yeah. going to be um, slim pickings to get loose balls. So. Well, I mean, he's kicked two and Charlie Dixon hasn't scored. Yeah. Um, but they keep praising Charlie Dixon for um, making contests. And I'll tell you what, you know what? Marking a few. Yeah, that's it. Give that a go. Yeah. Um, and I think that uh, Chad Wingard showed, he felt like he had a quiet night. And they go, I oh, know, he's kicked three. Yeah. And yep. had one taken off him, which um, yeah, was yeah. unlucky with the score review. Yep. Um, yeah, so that was uh, that was interesting. Anyway. They've still got Paddy Ryder coming back next year next as year. well. How yeah. do you reckon he's going to fit into this team? Because it's... Like a glove. It's a bit of a... a um, Seems like they've got too many tools up there on the forward line now. So well, I mean, they haven't got a ruckman. Ruck, yeah. um, Trengrove's been doing the ruck for him, and he's not a ruckman. Yeah, um, yep. and they haven't tried to make him a ruckman. Um, I reckon he is very lucky he, he doesn't give away more free kicks than, yeah. <laughs> than he gets. So he, he likes to... He tackles in the ruck a That's lot. That's true, yeah. But ruck contests are such a fucking clusterfuck. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Um, no, nah, he's, he's going to slot right in. Uh, having said that, last year he took five or six weeks to get up to speed. Yeah. And, and then he was yeah. killing it. Like yep. he, he just about won him a couple of games off his, off his own yeah. hands. Yep. Um, but at, at times, I think this is probably Hawthorne's second best game for the year since yeah. uh, the West Coast win in round two. Yeah. And I remember when we were doing the preview last week, I was, I was just looking at it and it just seems like Hawthorne had 
got that maturity in the back line that is the perfect counter for the offensive game plan of run and gun, more or less, that, that Port play? Well, it's the old stages too. I mean, yeah. Gibson was great, but Luke Hodge standing down back directing traffic, yeah. you just go, oh, that's right, that's why he's there. Yeah, yeah. And Burgoyne. Um, Burgoyne is so uh, crucial yeah, to everything he, he does. Yeah. Um, again, he's one of those guys that just does so much right and doesn't make the mistakes. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it doesn't end up on the stat sheet either. And that's it. Like you, you always see when Gibson or something has a standout game because yep. he has bad games in between them. Yeah. Whereas Burgoyne generally picks up his part of the he's he's part of the load. Yeah, he's. I don't think he'll get three votes in any game. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised at the end of the year he pops up for a lot of singles. And that yeah. Kind of stuff. yeah. He's not the star, but he's always in the top five type of stuff. Yeah, that's pretty true actually. Um, on to the Friday night, the Cats and the Swans in the Women's Day sponsored match because all it was, the talk was, was about Kieran Jack and his family. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Fucking hell. Isn't that some bullshit? Well, I heard about it um, and they said it's a family matter. And I went, okay, that's it. I don't yeah. care anymore. Yeah. Done. Could not help but know what it was about. Even if you were trying to avoid it, if you were watching the game, you knew what it was about. Yep. You had no choice. I was exactly in that situation where I didn't know what it was about until I started watching the game. Yeah. I had no idea. Well, I knew there was something going on, but, you know, like, he was like... That's enough. I don't care. This reminds me of Mitch Johnson and all that bullshit that came out with it's his mum. It's so similar. And so I was like, seemed like a fucking hard time for Jono that when he's trying to win win the Ashes and win ashes, you know, yeah. do shit for his country. How about we just leave him alone? Yeah. So this one, it was just indifference. Like, yep, cool. Kieran's got some problems. Not as bad as some other problems going around the AFL, so let's just leave this yeah, dude alone. Just, yeah, no worry about it. Um, and, and it's with all those kind of shit... I don't care who you know. You don't yeah. know what the real story is. Yeah, exactly. And the worst, I don't care. The worst thing for, for the Sydney um, media is that they got the NRL. they got enough stories. they got real ones. Yeah, about, they need you to... Know, shitting in corridors and <laughs> yeah. dogs to lick your nuts. Dogs and some weird shit. But so I don't need Kieran Jack talking about his family problems, but it's good to see he came out, kicked the goal, saw his missus crying or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I found out what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, she, I think so she's... It wasn't that good a goal, Jesus. I think she's a former Miss Universe uh, contender or something like that. So she, she's got the crying down <laughs> yeah. pat. She can do it on call. Yeah, yeah. Um, Paddy Dangerfield had nearly 20 touches in the first uh, quarter. Yeah. I think he had 18, and yeah. it was damaging. Yeah. Um, think it was a good move to try and stop him? Not a bad move. I think I think it's something that you'd put on your checklist when yeah. you're looking at how to approach this game. I remember Adam Sandler uh, used to do a stand-up bit. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this is my impression. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain once scored 100 points in a game. Yep. Wow. This is my impression impersonation of the coach in the team. Okay, who's on Wilt? <laughs> <laughs> Might, might want to stick a little bit closer to him. That's some good advice. <laughs> that was it. Who's on Wilt? It sounds like what they're doing to Sammy Mitchell, where it's like, he's doing great. Who's on him? I yeah. don't know. Well, again, going back to basketball, I know um, Larry Bird, he used to say, who's on me? And yeah, there'd be a six foot right. ten black guy standing right in front of yep. him. Like, oh, man. He'd go around and ask the rest of the team yeah. who's on him. Who, this who's who's him starting me? Yeah. Anyway. And they give him tips on how to do it. Um, Luke Parker's got back into Brownlow favoritism. Yeah, um, again, really well. Really which well. is, I'm glad because, on one hand, because it's one of the predictions I made at the start of the year. So if yep. he gets up, I'm a fucking genius. Exactly. On the other hand, I didn't put a cent on it. So, well, yeah, that's true. But I mean, you know, the old story: they don't get up if you do that. Exactly. That's how the right. world works. Uh, Dane Rampey played another good game. I thought, isn't he? Isn't he all Australian? He's he a lock. Yeah, yeah, he's going really, really well. Um, consistency. Um, after Buddy having a pretty decent week uh, last week, he's got 15 possessions um well, isn't it amazing though kick what do you get five goals four last week yeah. and they got yeah. done yeah this week kept quiet just the one goal yeah and they get up comfortably yeah that's it still took some strong marks though so lonigan's always played well on part. it yeah yes yes and it's always been a pretty team defense with that long side yeah um and i mean 
their best defense attack now. So you're really screwed <laughs> if you don't <laughs> if you don't tick all the boxes. Then it's tough going against uh, against Geelong. Um, on Sydney though, it was all positive for them. Um, yeah, I think um, Leo Lear playing his third game. Yeah. Now I got to admit, there's some um, cynicism when it's multicultural round, and you see a lot of uh, players of foreign backgrounds. Yeah. All of a sudden, get picked again this week, and you're yeah. like, mm, "That's yeah. a little bit convenient, isn't it?" Yeah. But uh, he played really well. He played really composed. Um, yeah, yeah. There weren't that many shanks yeah. um, coming out, but he, he looked like he knew what he was doing. He was running yeah. the right areas. It looked like he always had very intense concentration because he was new. Yeah. So it's like you know, I'm very aware. It's like almost like a life or death situation where your uh, pupils dilate. Yep. You're tuned in. You're like, "This is life or death." You know, just kill focus. or be killed. Yeah. So he's concentrated on everything he did and did a really good job. Didn't panic. Uh, took some, uh, took him to take a nice intercept mark and then laid off to someone, which yeah. was uh, very good. Well done. Knew how to read the play. So yeah, I was impressed. Um, without looking, who got the most hit outs on the night? <laughs> Ted Richards. <laughs> Sam Naismith. Sam Naismith. Exactly. Um, Doctor, did you know he's got a basketball background? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure he's like Dr. James Naismith. James, that's his name. I was going to yeah. say John. James Naismith. <laughs> Um, for the trivia hounds out there, invented the game of basketball. There you go. Yeah. Um, and is Canadian. There you go. Well, I, sh- I think was. He's been dead for a while now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, he played a great game. Considering um, Tibbet's gone down, who's their first choice in the ruck. Yeah. Um, Callum Sinclair is their second choice in the ruck, and he was just quiet all night. Uh, and it's also an area where um, Geelong have been dominating other games. Yeah. Because Zach Smith's been having a great season. Um, Blissarves um, has been great as well. Yeah. And uh, Naismith has ended up with the most touches. That's quite impressive, actually, isn't it? It's very impressive, especially when you've got Dangerfield and Selwood running around. Yeah, yeah. Um, compared Who've been killing it as well as a team lately. Yeah, exactly. They've, just, they've just started, like, it seems they've finally just done those little adjustments where the cogs are all working, it's all, yep. timing's all in sync, and they're just firing. Um, and then, then to deny them first use of the ball was just yeah. amazing. Yeah, and. To be honest, it's probably one of the reasons why Sydney won. Yeah, uh, definitely. Big, definitely old, was. big old Naismith. Um, he's not getting out of the side this week, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and that that's the other thing I was noticing when you talk about the multicultural rounds was there was so many of the, who's that guy? Shit, actually, yeah. he's not too bad. Where's he been? <laughs> like, where have you been keeping this fella? Uh, um, all right, no, I'll get to that in one of the other games. Um so, anyway, I think that this is a real warning sign for Sydney. Um, yeah. That they're just getting warmed up now. Yeah. Even though they only lost to the Bulldogs a week ago. Um, might have been just the, the recession they had to have. Yeah, just shake out a bit of the cobwebs. Uh, probably just trying a few new things uh, yeah. in that one. So. I think their next month is, is really rough. Um, but uh, once you've just knocked off Geelong at home, yeah. like, you can be confident for the rest of the year now. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And, for mine, I think I've said since about round three that this is a grand final preview for me. Swans versus Cats. It's looking up that way, isn't it? Uh, I might swap the Cats out for the Crows now, but anyway. And the thing is, it could all come down to which side of the draw you're going to fall on yep. based on percentage. Yeah. So it could just really be a mix-up. Like we've seen this this round with how you've actually got a definitive ladder because you've got the buyers yep. mixing everything up. So everything's back to that. Uh, yeah, level. but the thing is you still can't figure it out. Yep. <laughs> you just look at it going, this could end up anyway. Well, a big reason for that is the next game, which is GWS and Collingwood. Yeah. Did not pick this coming nope nope um having said that i could have because one of the things i've spoken about with collingwood um the last month or so is when all their parts are together they work really really well yeah yeah taylor adams is back yeah um so that makes a big difference for them Uh, just it's not like he is a major cog uh, sorry a major player on his own yeah but when you've got trelaw 
Pendlebury, Adams, and Sidebottom all together. Yeah. Geez, they work well. Yeah. And I think you take out uh, Pendlebury is the same as taking out Trelaw or Adams or yeah. Sidebottom. Yeah. So um, imagine if Swan was there too. Yeah. And this is the thing with Collingwood. It's been so sort of, I don't know, involved in enjoying their misery over the last few weeks. Just forget they've got so many injuries and actually a yeah. good squad. <laughs> oh, injuries in form yeah. have cost them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Without a doubt. Um, and on form, the big fella up forward. Yeah. Taking marks, kicking goals. Yeah. Four goals one is a real return to form for Travis Cloak. It was one of those ones like, oh shit, he's got it back. Yep. Push, he's remembered how to play. Pushing up his price. <laughs> see who he's going to have next year. Well, I, I think he's actually still contracted, so yeah. maybe it's uh, he won't get bought out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But like I say, in Tal Adams, um, these fellas, the, they were, he's just drafted in from, no, traded in. From, from GWS. GWS, GWS yeah. yeah. So they've got him and they've got Chalor, and these GWS, whatever they've doing up there, their program has been amazing. Well, amazing. they've got so many great young guns, plus yeah. there are so many great young guns playing for other sides. That, and that's that's the thing, is that they're popping up on lists all around the place and well, becoming stars. I guess when you hoard that many fucking yeah. first round picks, yeah. gonna, it's going to happen. Well, I mean, Tigers could have like that many draft picks and we get spuds. Well, yeah, but you, again, you've got Miles yeah, exactly. from GWS. And we've got, There's another um, one. Uh, he's fucking... Not McBean, not Bean, he's not from there. No, Lloydie. Oh, it really? Is he GWS? So. Is he? I could be making shit up here. I better double check this. We'll, we'll look that up. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought it was um, very interesting. Very I, interesting. Like I said, I did not pick this coming at all, um, especially from GWS, who were undefeated at home this year. Um, and while we're giving props to Naismith from Sydney, um, Brody Grundy clearly won the day against Mumford. Yeah, yeah. Which and is amazing. I did not pick that. No, nah, like, not in a million years. And just Mumford's tough, you know what I mean? Yeah. Grundy... Not really known for toughness. Well, he's a workhorse. He tries yeah. his best. Yeah. He's like in 08, Hawthorne won with Robbie Campbell as Ruckman. And Robbie Campbell was... Robbie Campbell? Gosh, yeah. I don't remember that name. Exactly. Um, he was, again, you just, you know what you're going to get out of him. Um, he's never going to win the day. Yeah. But his job is to neutralize the other yeah. bloke. Yeah. And and the thing is, they're going to have the, their day sooner yeah. or later. They come out and they do some amazing things. You're like, that's why we've got that guy. He was just one of those guys that uh, a real, like, workhorse is just made. Yeah. You know, like that, that term is just made for guys like him. Um, but yeah, they just got, once they got a run on too, I think they kicked nine or 10 in a row. Yeah, I think yeah, it was about eight or nine or something like that. And the thing is when I, cause I wasn't, um, watching, I watched the first quarter and yeah. I was just sort of flicking back, back and forth. So it's like, oh, GWS got this one in the bag and, uh, I can't remember the other game was, might've been Gold Coast. I was watching something else anyway, yeah. but flicking back and forth and I've saw Collingwood start coming back and get even. And I still didn't believe that they're going to go over the top. Yeah. I thought this is going to be great when their hearts get broken because they were up <laughs> the crowd. I mean, this wasn't a huge crowd, but the crowd were up. And so they Ooh. kept on going, eight. I was like, holy shit. And then, yeah, sort of plateaued out and GWS never never bounced back. So Well, I mean, they kicked 18 goals in the first three quarters, and nine in Damn. the second quarter. And like I said, it's just, didn't see it coming from Collingwood at all. Yeah. But, I mean, they have done it once or twice before. I mean, they beat Geelong. Yeah. Um, uh, but they were in dismal form against Carlton last week, even though they yeah, won. Yeah, that was terrible. So who, who saw this coming is an absolute mystery. Um, but it, I think it, what really broke down for GWS was in their back line. Um, yep. Heath Shaw had a little bit of injury troubles, but they put work into him as well yeah. and made sure that they were going to make the most out of uh, any issues he's had. Yep. And yeah. uh, a nice little negating role on uh, Dylan Shield as well. So he still had 22 touches, but he's yeah. had 12 kicks and 10 handballs and he didn't get much of a run. Yep. Um, it really helps him out. Yeah, I was just noticing, and I didn't really notice it when the match was going on, but Jesse White's kicked three goals and had 10 marks. Yeah, had 10 marks. And not only that, he did a lot of work around the ground too. Yeah. Um, where Cloak could actually afford to have a one-on-one on occasion yeah. was because Jesse White looked threatening. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just unfair. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's one of those players where if you if you could pick out the physique of an AFL player, you'd be like, yeah, it'd be like yeah. that. And he's never said someone in the body that can't use it. He's the Brendan Schaub. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've got yep. a lot of UFC references tonight. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's just the way it goes when yeah. you've had a big weekend of UFC. Trying to get some cross some cross interest. Um, Stevie J was kept very quiet as well, although yeah. he's, he's rocked up for one goal. Yeah. Um, it's interesting with GWS because the losses they've had, again, have been against bottom sides. Yeah. Like, remember, when I say bottom sides, sides outside the eight. Yeah. We said in round two that, that Melbourne loss is really going to cost them at the end of the year. And so is yeah. this one. Like, a loss against Melbourne and a loss against Collingwood is probably going to cost them a top four spot or, or yeah. close to it. Yeah. I mean, certainly a top two. They yeah. can't finish top two now. That's it, yeah. And I mean, it could be down to a, a number of things, really. But it, it looks like you maybe you get too comfortable at home on a bit of a winning streak and you're playing Collingwood. Maybe you just don't yeah. get up. Um, Jeremy Cameron's kicked five goals, but that's yeah. really, I don't think, indicative of his day. No, no. A couple of junk time ones in that. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, uh, it justifies Buckley's pl- uh, coaching on next year. Yeah, um, yep. I think Collingwood are at, what are they at, six wins, five wins? think so somewhere. if we go to the ladder um Collingwood seven uh, wins seven wins so I said at the start of the year eight is all they need yep. um to justify because that's how many wins Lee Matthews had in the year they sacked him yeah they're gonna get there I think now yep yeah I, th- uh, I think they will not think. that he was ever Buckley was never in trouble no nah. But it just means that he's officially not in trouble. Exactly. But the last thing you want to be dealing with is people trying to get your coach fired. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a bit of a distraction. Well, and Collingwood are good with distractions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that thing is why it hasn't been such a big distraction. I mean, that it should be. It's because you've got Essendon and you've got every other fucking uh, club that's been doing dodgy off-field shit. There's been that many uh, distractions for them that they've kind of uh, you know, slotted in under the radar. So... Um. Okay, so we'll move on to Gold Coast and Brisbane. It was touted as being, it was going to be a, a rough rough yeah. game. What do they call this contest Oh, now? the Q, Q Clash. Q Clash or something like that. Um, I think Q Clash because nobody could give a fuck clash. <laughs> just didn't like, yeah. roll off the tongue. <laughs> it could be fuck given a proper name. Just put a letter there, call it a clash, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the um, start? Yeah, I mean, Gold Coast led from start to finish and we expected them to win because Brisbane are awful. Yeah. However, I think this is the last win that both teams... Uh, sorry, last win the Gold Coast will get for the year and who knows if Brisbane will get another. Yeah. Um, because Riscatelli's gone down, he's out um, for the rest of the season and Ablett's out for the rest of the season. Yeah, that's it. So I that's mean, them done. And if you... If you didn't watch the game or know the scores, you just read the headlines, you still wouldn't know who won or lost. It was all no. just, Abbott's gone, so you think, well, I mean, they might have won, but they still lost. Do you reckon he's he'll come back next year? Yeah, he'll come back next year. I think it sure. depends on how bad the shoulder is. But I, yeah. it, another one of my early season predictions was it would be the last year for Gary Ablett. Um, but I, I think he'll still come back next year, unless the shoulder's absolutely fucked. Yeah, I mean, you've got to give it uh, the proper... Um, time it takes to recover. I mean, I don't know if he was rushed back or something, but if you keep doing it, he something's not right. Back. <laughs> something's not right. Yeah, it was quite innocuous how he did it. So he had a re-aggravation of, of yeah. something. It's the same shoulder he had uh, the massive issues with two years ago, and kept him out for the majority of last year as well. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, just going back to Lloydie, Sam Lloyd from the Tigers. No, actually. Uh, drafted by Richmond uh, just wouldn't have given Richmond credit for being that good at drafting well see he was picked 66 so anything under 60 oh, no, so, no good so yeah, that, that's, that's, the, that's so the it's ticket. like he was left there yeah <laughs> and we took it again you had no choice <laughs> that's our that's our best uh, method of drafting I think there's still somebody in there go Lloyd Lloydie's in there oh we yeah. need a goal kicker <laughs> Lloydie's great um, actually on that uh, 
because we were just talking about the Collingwood game, I read an article by uh, Matty Lloyd during the week, which right. is really good because yeah. it centered on himself, and that's obviously his his number one topic. Yeah, <laughs> um, but he's talking about in two thousand and eight, which is his second last year, where he felt like he was past it. Yep. Um, and the confidence levels was just wasn't there. He had a shocking game, and he felt threw some elbows. <laughs> probably did. Um, very three foodie layout. Layout. Someone got booed. Oh, that was in two thousand and nine. That was uh, Saul. That's right. That was, true, his, yeah. that was his final game. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he was just saying like how so depressed and so engulfed and he felt like the whole world was watching him and judging him when he's walking down the street. Yeah, well, they were. Uh, <laughs> and he's probably right. Yeah. He, he was talking in relation to Travis Cloak. Oh, okay, um, right. And it's amazing that the same week that he penned that article, Cloak looks like he's turned it around. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it was, it was a good read. Um, it was worth a look. Anyway, Gold Coast, Brisbane, nobody really cares because they're 15th and 17th. But, uh, I mean, both teams scored over 100, so it's a decent enough game. It is good, yeah. I mean... You, you would be excited about it as a Gold Coast fan if you didn't have the injuries of risk of telling yeah. Ablett. You know what I mean? Would and then you're like, all right, we fucking beat Brisbane, but now we're missing Ablett. We're, we're, we're done for the year. I yeah. mean, they've had no choice but to play um, kids anyway because yeah. their injury list is just so massive. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the good news was uh, Lynch up forward still looking great and yeah. uh, big Peter Wright's kicked five. Did he really? Jeez. Um, the same as Lynch. And he's taken some real towering marks, I think, as well. Yeah. Unassuming looking fella. Yeah. Yeah. Eight foot 100 or whatever he's I got to say, yeah. Um, two meter Peter, like they call him. Yeah. You know what? I reckon there's been about eight people called two meter Peter yeah. in the AFL. There's been Peter Wright. There was Peter Street, used to play for Geelong. Yeah. Um, yeah, Peter. That's right. Peter Wright. Yeah, it was a Collingwood fella, wasn't he? Running down the wing. No, Peter yeah. Wright's just played in Gold Coast game. The guy we we're just talking about. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Back at the ranch. Um, on to the next game, which is the Bulldogs and Richmond. Um, a game I was lucky enough to attend. Yeah. for the first half until my son got sick of it and didn't have his headphones or his iPad so decided <laughs> we, we should go. I didn't care. Um, I was sitting uh, just near the Richmond cheer squad actually yep. so I was behind the goals. So I've never, I haven't sat behind the goals for years. No, yeah. It's because you do it once you're like, this is shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, on the wings you get just a better view but yeah. I thought, yep. oh, well, screw it. That's what we'll do today. Um, the bloke behind us I was having a bit of chat to if you think of your stereotypical Richmond supporter, he was it to a T. Yep. I mean, you know, half a dozen teeth, and that's about it. And, yeah. Um, that the, was Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, uh, he was a nice bloke, though. And he's talking about how his ex-missus had run off with his best mate, and he's there with his stepson. And Jesus. Well, okay, okay, whatever, mate. <laughs> he's like, yeah, they're here tonight. He's just going to say hello to them, but I don't talk to them. He wasn't talking to me about this, thank God. Oh, Jesus. Um, but anyway, his uh, stepson come back, and he... Oh, there was some decision that was clearly a free kick and his stepson just got up and started swearing. His stepson's about 25 or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he's, he swore once and uh, the old Richmond bloke next to him goes, Oi, there's two kids here. I'm like, good on you, mate. <laughs> good to see you. Right back yeah. in some trees. I'm surprised you didn't say shut your fucking mouth. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's done well. Oh, well, you know, you've got to try and at least pretend you've got some manners or something. No, he did it right. Put in a good effort for the people around you. Like I said, there was nothing wrong with him. He was a nice bloke. <laughs> But yeah. it just fits every stereotype you'd ever thought. Just wait until, you know, we have a chance of playing finals. It all changes. <laughs> they can get pretty vicious. Um, I thought they put in a good effort, though, Richmond. They put in a great effort. And I found it very interesting. I mean, through the, through the last couple of weeks, all the talk's been with Damien Harwick about rebuilding. And he's yep. been adamant. We don't need a rebuild. We don't need a rebuild. 
Turns out he's right because he's been rebuilding for fucking two years <laughs> and just finally unleashed him. You've been rebuilding for four coaches. Yeah. So if, we, if all of a sudden we we are rebuilding, so we chuck in our young players. They come in hungry. They come in ready to attack, which was the most impressive thing about it. Well, Markoff has had a great game. Great game, yeah. As well as... Uh, Asprey had a great game as well. Asprey. And the uh, tall forward, was it Bean? Oh, the, um, oh shit. Uh, yeah, Mick Bean. There was Mick Bean and there was another tall fellow up forward. Castan- no, Castagna. He was a young fellow. got plenty of the ball. No, it must have been Bean I was thinking of, yeah. Yeah, Mick Bean. He, um, he kicked the goal. Yeah, a, a nice goal. His early. first goal, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah he put on um, you know, some good contests again. Yeah. Which, for uh, a player early in their career, that's all you're asking yeah. for. Yeah, and he's put on some weight too, which, all, which really did help. <laughs> he needs some. He almost looks normal. Yeah, now. he should really should have kicked two goals. Missed a shocker. Yeah. So, but I mean, you can't, you can't fault them for that because they're still learning the game. But exactly. What impressed me so much was how um, offensive-minded Richmond were and how yeah. much of a difference it made, especially being offensive-minded in defense when you're trying to get out. Actually, there was a lot of desperate um, saves yeah, in, yeah. in the back line for yeah. the Tigers. They did well. You had to take it to, to rest the Bulldogs. And it, it looked like they were employing a slightly mod- modified version of their strategy against Sydney when they yep. won. Just slow the ball down, make sure you've got possession. That way, they have to chase you. Because as soon as you turn it over, they're going to start running. And then, you know, you're going to be pretty screwed. Which yeah. they did did pretty well. And they took risks, which were acceptable risks. Yep. And, and ones that are going to set up your forwards having a free free run into the forward line or a free space to lead into. So I found that really impressive with, um, first of all, Asprey in the in the back line, who stepped up huge. Yep. Uh, um, Rand still did enough, but it was good to see Asprey actually take the leading role. Uh, Castagna, who got plenty of the ball, put his head over the ball, didn't take backward steps. Yep. Was really impressed with his effort. A couple of goals. Yeah, yeah. And of course, Markov, who was the standout of the young fellas, I thought. Um. Big uh, Marek wasn't playing, was he? No, no. no it's a shame that uh, Marek and Markov can't play together because there's a formation where you yeah. want to go near them. Exactly right. Imagine <laughs> those two fellas in the uh, four lines just speaking. together. Yeah, just sitting in the in the centre circle or but whatever. I, I like to see him. Uh, I'm assuming they speak um, Slavic or uh, who knows? Slavic, the Slavic I'm sure they could pretend like to. Yeah. So if, if you just pretend you're having a fight in your own language in the forward line amongst each other, that would intimidate yeah. the shit out of the other team. Yeah. Nope. Fuck nope. this. Let them sort it out. <laughs> I think really the difference on the night was Jack Rewalt could have been a little bit cleaner around goals. Yeah. Jackie definitely. Stringer at the definitely. end. Yeah. Crisp. Jackie Stringer in the middle was awesome. Yeah. Um, when it came down to it, it was just that little bit of extra polish that yep. got them over yeah. the line. And look, watching the game, like, really impressed with how Richmond played and I enjoyed the contest, but you always felt Western Bulldogs was going to get over the line. It, yeah. You always yeah. felt They always way. had something back. Yeah. And it just, rather the balance didn't go Richmond's way and, you know, that's not anyone's fault. It's just no, the way it goes. Way it goes. Sort of thing. Some pretty shit-free kicks there, to be honest. That, Someone holding the balls. That's why it's, a, yeah, you're right. I mean, but again, that's the same thing. That's why it's an oval ball. It bounces exactly. weird. Yeah. yeah. The game's bloody hard to umpire. I mean, they, they don't pay... I mean, they love ping and dusty of holding the ball and, and don't like painting free kicks, but the thing is you expect that. Yeah. So it's not it's not like that ordinary. Like, it's, yeah, well, that's just the way it goes. So. Yeah, it's, it's like Lindsay Thomas. Like, yeah. you know, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Fucking accept it. Because I remember the first, um, what I mean, the first quarter where Dusty got pinged holding the ball, it was a bullshit decision. I like, sort of tapped down to him. He hadn't even taken a step. Yeah, and, and, liber- and he was on the ground he's, and he knows he's getting pinged. He's sort of looking down like, oh, yeah. you fucking can't. Like, yeah. you, you just blow your fucking whistle, dickhead. Yeah, hurry up. Yeah, and Liberatore's has given him a spray. Like, he's on his back and give him a spray for his still pick the ball. Yeah. I was sitting there thinking, that's not a good idea, you know, <laughs> because you're four foot fuck all and Dusty's a biker. <laughs> I was going to say, Dusty doesn't have to lift a finger. Exactly, yeah. You can still get 
to... that, that I was that I saw happened to um, liver halfway through. It wasn't dusty or anything related to that, but I was thinking, oh shit, that could have been the cheap way out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that was um, scary for a moment there. Yeah, when he got um, hit and taken yeah. to the ambulance, and there he's sucking on the the green whistle. That's what that's what did it. When you're looking, you're like he's sucking on the whistle, like. I don't know if he stole it or yeah. what like, I don't know much about those yeah. whistles, but I know that when you're sucking on one of them, it yeah. hurts. Yeah, I know that they're, they're, they're uh, morphine. That's what they're morphine whistles. So yeah. that's the serious shit. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't have one for a, for a sprain. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So I was thinking, I don't know if he's just stolen it, but it's pretty serious. I never saw the fallout of what it was. So oh, it's just a contest. Ending punctured? Uh, no, he's, yeah. he said Bruce Ribs. Just a little pussy. He's been, so <laughs> far, I haven't seen um, any reports today, but they said yeah. no, no broken ribs. Well, I was going to say anything about it, so... Still so, look good anyway. Yeah, he's got his old man in there, obviously. And exactly. That's what I said on the radio. They were, um, they said uh, Tony's gone down to the rooms and he's going back with the ambos. And they yeah. took him to the umpire's room because that was the closest. And yeah, shit, yeah. so everything was, um, you know, touch and go. Well, well, touch and go. It was fine. Definitely was didn't, so didn't move after it happened. And just remember that's uh, a couple of things before the first bounce. I noticed at this game as well. Um, one, Caleb Daniel, who's the shortest man in the AFL. Yeah. Does the warm ups without his helmet on? Does he? Looks even smaller and younger. Really? Amazing. Looks- I, I haven't seen him without his helmet on, but he looks like you're our favor. Yep. Yeah. Like, we've got the chin, he's got good right. looks. He'd, he'd fit in Team Alpha. Forward nothing. Yeah. Team Alpha Bale. <laughs> um, yeah, he looks under 15s. Doesn't even yeah. look under 18s. Yeah. Um, yeah. Without the, the helmet. Um, you see his, his um, ability to dodge tackles just by touching his toes. <laughs> so if someone comes through his arm, like swinging it, and he literally just dog. Ducks, ducks down, under. more yeah. or less touch your toes and goes under. It's like Muggsy Bogues running through yeah. the legs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you see that photo? Just while we're off topic a bit, of Shaq standing next to Brock Lesnar. I know. Holy shit! It's amazing when you consider, you know, yeah. this dude's a massive yeah. unit, and then Shaq's that much bigger. Yeah, that's it. I fear for my masculinity if I meet either of those guys. Have you ever seen a photo of Shaq next to Yao Ming? Nope. Wow. Really? Yao Ming's got six inches on him. Jesus. Um, Jesus it's amazing when you think you know what how big Shaq is and you see that yeah. like, this is, is not human yeah exactly this is some test tube shit well surely. literally it was <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing before the game is like we said multicultural round yeah um, Lynn John is one of the ambassadors for multicultural which is essentially means you yep. look multicultural you've got a multicultural name yeah who would have thought they picked the Asian guy from Footscray <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think they've got half a dozen that play for various teams yeah um, like uh, Basha Hooli and yeah. Magic Door. Yeah. Um, but do you think they put Lim John in for the uh, toss of the coin? Right. They did not because he had a visit to Collingwood during the week. Oh, that's right, yeah. So they yeah. sent uh, Jason Johannesson instead. Oh, but yeah. I did notice that. I'm like, Lim John, is, he's on all the uh, the logos yeah. and all the posters for um, yeah. Multicultural Round. That's it. Also, you know, he, multicultural, he tried to emigrate yeah. <laughs> over to Collingwood during the week. So they went, you know what, mate? I think you're tossing the coin tonight. That's it. They probably picked Long, uh, Lin Jong as their representative for multicultural round because you think, yeah. got no off your controversies. Pretty strapped down lad. Yeah. Won't, won't, won't embarrass us. Yep. <laughs> they go, you know what? Uh, JJ's back. He kicked the winning goal yep. last week. He can go. Yeah. yeah. He's doing this there. one. Yeah, we, we chose Dusty again because, hey, we're not New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> did actually Dusty go no, in? I have no, no idea. I, 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 guess I think Kocha did because yeah. Basher's yours and he's still got a broken wrist. Well, that's the thing. When you look at Basher now, I think it's going to be tough for him to get back in the team because he's looking at that half-back flank role of getting out of the back lines and we did that very well. He's got to go through the VFL, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, I think he's still a week or two away. Yeah, but we don't need uh, small forwards. And his role was helping us get out of the back lines, which we did excellent and did much more decisively. Yeah. What about Griggs? How, do you know any about his injury? Uh, it probably depends how, who we're playing this weekend. It feels like it. Yeah, right. Yeah. If he wants to rock up, he rock um, up. 
still waiting on Yaron to to make an appearance too. Yeah. Now he's back at the club. Kind of over it now. I mean, now we've got to play for him. I'm going to say, you, you've forgotten. Yeah, the thing is, when we first when it first came that we were getting Yaron, I was like, well, I mean, people were like, you know, we don't even need him. Like, we don't need him, but we'll take him for free. I was like, we'll put him on the bench. And then halfway through the season, I'm like, holy shit, it, we need Chris Yaron. <laughs> <laughs> it's so Richmond, though, that everybody's making stars out of ex-Collingwood players. Yeah. Go, All right, we'll get one. We'll get yeah. one. Yaron. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not playing this year. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Richmond. Yeah. Richmond. Oh, no. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. I was just going to say um, Bulldogs uh, did enough to get over the line. Yeah. I mean, when you play not to your best and yep. still win, that's a sign of a yeah. good team. The one thing I noticed about this game was that both teams uh, had a very attacking style of coming out of out of the back lines. I'm always looking to go inboard. Especially in the last. It yeah. really opened up. Yeah. And even especially Richmond, when they were keeping possession, they did a much better job at changing direction switching it mm-hmm. switching the play it was much more quicker much more uh, it was much more of a, a well-oiled machine when the switch is on everyone upfield starts getting in position yeah. as well not just the back lines running across so you're already set up <coughs> which which we didn't do well when the other teams other players were in the squad however Bulldogs have always done it well and one thing I noticed that they do is because they're a much shorter team Instead of kicking over men on the mark in yep. order to reach free men, you get a long looping kick and it allows the other team to adjust their zone. They'll just take a step around and stab pass. Yep. And that's how they get inboard so quickly and so efficient, so um, incisively. Yep. Like it's a very attacking kick. It's quick and it's, um, I mean, when you hit it, it's it's low risk. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only danger is I think a couple of teams have tried it and they've kicked it to their feet. And yeah. Go, well, that's great. Yep. You've kicked a 15 meter pass. Exactly. Let's hit the deck. You just put him under pressure. But if you're accurate with it, yeah, way you go. Yeah, and I, I think the stab pass has been a method of delivery that's been underutilized uh, probably last five or ten years with a very fast handball uh, yeah. style of, of game. But I think, I, especially with the zone defenses that everyone puts, yeah. with a quick little fifteen to twenty meter stab pass, yeah, um, you only need to have one or two meters on your opponent. Exactly, exactly. And a lot of the times, you've got that yeah. just by standing still. Yeah. And when, um, when you do that, you force the people in that area of the zone to adjust. Yep. And what that does is free up whoever they're supposed to protect in their zone as well. Yep. And so, like you said, you need that one or two meters on them, and then you can take those steps, and it makes their zone have to adjust to you. But it also means that that pack you've got forming about 50 meters out yeah. uh, away from the kick. Now, all of a sudden, it's only 30 meters out. Yep. You can kick over it. Yeah, exactly. It so yep. doesn't mean you find a loose man, but yep. you might find a one-on-one as yep. opposed to a six-on-six. Yeah. And, and like I said, when you're that pack's forming, you're kicking it to it, but you're kicking it in front of them. So they're running yep. towards you to get the ball. But when you've done this way, you kicked over it, and everyone's running towards your goals, which makes it harder to get a counter counterattack. Momentum's a hard thing to stop. So yeah, Federalese tips on football. <laughs> <laughs> you used to love yeah. the stab pass, didn't you, when you were playing? Loved it. Loved it. It was, it was the... It was the best way, yeah, to do it because I was always I was always fit when I was younger because I used to swim competitively, so I could run all day. Yep. So if I could stab pass, I could keep on running and yeah, get up get there. The and, next one. Yeah, my man was knackered by the end of the day, <laughs> so it was, it was my favorite method. But yeah, see, I used to always have a tagger, so I didn't have to worry about my man. Yeah, that, and I never really was a goal kicker, so I didn't have to worry about it. It's been a nice style. <laughs> I like kicking long. You kick yeah. it long, then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Somebody else's problem now. Yeah, that's true. Um, on to the next game, which is Melbourne Frio. I was never going to watch this game. No. Um, Easy enough to pick that uh, Demons are going to run, run away with it because yep. uh, Frio have got their couple of wins to prove they're not tanking. They're yeah, putting the keys back in the in the shed. I don't know, keys in the shed. I was going to say Q in the rack and got confused. They put Pav back in the, at the pasture, I think. Well, actually, he's announced that this is will be his last season, even though yep. I think everyone kind of knew. Yeah, well, he's been out of stud for the last three years, hasn't he? <laughs> he's got a couple of young ones now, doesn't he? Oh, probably does. Yeah. Um, wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Um, I think even Ross Lyons said it's now's the right time before yeah, they have it officially yeah. announced yep. it. But it is one of those ones I think everybody knew. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, 
but uh, like I said, I'll, I'll be honest with Fremantle. Um, if he asks, he said, I want to go around next year, they have no choice to go, yep, you're, you're, yeah. you are. you've earned this. I don't care if it means we're missing out on another draft pick. Yep. You've been here when we were shit. You, exactly. you made us good. Yeah. You deserve whatever you want. It's a matter of principle, isn't it? He's going to be a coach, you reckon? Um, might take a year or two off, and then yeah, I think it's a year or two off. But you can't see him going anywhere. And as soon as he, as soon as he says, "I wouldn't mind being an assistant coach," um, yep. it's just a okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's that's the interview. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> whatever you want. That's it. I mean, they've probably got his desk ready, his office set up, and just waiting for the day. It's <laughs> ready. So yeah, so that game, yeah, it happened. Uh, Melbourne still have a little push towards finals, but there's still that couple of games gap between the eighth spot and the ones that are trying to get there. I think they might run out of games. They need everything to go right for them. Yeah. I mean, they can do it. They yeah. can do it. The yeah. ball's in their court. Them and Port Adelaide. Yeah. Um, oh, geez, Collingwood's on the same number of wins, and so yeah. St. Kilda. Oh, three different, actually. So yeah, it's really tough. Eight um, games to go, so. Yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, three wins plus percentage. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. But, I mean, North Melbourne look vulnerable now. They do. Um, yep. So, I mean, you know, the ball's in their court. And when you look at that top eight, the only ones you can see that have potential to move are North Melbourne and West Coast. But West Coast, you wouldn't imagine, we're going to get our top eight. No. And the, North, I mean, they're three games clear, so you can't really see that happening. Three either. games clear with a tough run. I mean, it'd be extraordinary for them yep. to, to get done. Yep. But anyway, I mean, stranger things have happened. Yeah, like Carlton winning the final finish of ninth. From ninth. Yeah. <laughs> um, Speaking of games that allegedly happened, uh, Carlton Adelaide. Um, yeah. The only real reason you know this game happened was because Silvani finally kicked his first goal. Yeah. Yep. That was a lot of the focus. Um, Levi Casbolt's got a week um, for the old tummy punch. Um, yeah. During the week or the last couple of weeks, I've seen Andy Ma on um, Friday Front Bar. Yep. And on his radio, he's saying that they, you know, the fines they've been giving out for these tummy taps are, are stupid. Right. That it should be a week. If you punch a bloke, it's minimum a week. Yeah. And then you, you start from there and then go up to, you know, Barry Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but even jumper punches. And I've got to admit, there's a lot of sense in that. Yeah. The jumper punch for sure. But like, I don't know how they can justify getting away with a jumper punch. Like, yeah. You punch him in the yeah. face. Yeah. Exactly. But he held his jumper. Yeah. Eh, it's fair enough. Yeah. I mean, if they made that a rule, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Like, if you're allowed to punch someone as long as you're holding onto their jumper, <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. But that's not the rule at well, the moment. No, it shouldn't be. Yeah. It appears to be, but yeah. it shouldn't be. Yeah. So, yeah, if it comes to it, let's change that one. I'm in for that one. Let's make, a, make it a little ice hockey-ish, you know? But they're saying, you know, these little tummy taps, oh, that's not worth a week. Yeah, you punch the bloke. Yeah, exactly. Let's just say that punching is not part of the game. Yep. Or, it's the footy. Or, you can hold a jumper, you let a punch you're someone holding to. their jumper. So it's either all in or all out. Exactly. So, tummy included, as long as you've got a fistful of jumper, you can punch them as hard as you want. It has to be their jumper. <laughs> <laughs> hold your own yeah, jumper, jumper just... Bang! I want to see somebody take it to extremes and go, you know, the full tie clinch on the back of his jumper and just bang, yeah. big knees. I was holding his jumper. No, but he was tapping. <laughs> jumper over the head, ice hockey style. Yeah. So, yeah, let's sort this one out, AFL. But, uh... I'm still saying that uh, that's why... Um, Brian Lake shouldn't have got reported <laughs> yeah. to Petrie. He was holding his jumper, yeah. <laughs> choking the motherfucker yeah. while he's doing it. Alistair Lynch, on the other hand, yeah, he deserved those, well, retirement. Yeah, I can say he got confused because he was holding the jumper with his left and throwing right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a communication error, that one. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, so Adelaide's still kicking along nice. Uh, Adelaide, uh, well, we've got seven games left. They're going to win at least six of them. Yeah, yeah. And that gives them a top two spot. I think they're already third. Um, thanks to GWS um, losing. They are third. They've got Collingwood next. Oh, which will be tough, um, considering Collingwood showed up last week. But having said that, um, they're in fine form. Their uh, injuries are very, very good. 
Yeah, um, it's at Adelaide Oval too. So. It's at Adelaide Oval. Yeah. Um, Josh Jenkins is kicking more Josh Jenkins goals. Yeah. Um, and i got to say, like, I don't consider that a bad thing. I mean, he gets it no. because, yeah. one, he runs like fuck to get it. Yep. And two, Taylor Walker takes so much focus. I mean, yeah, that's exactly. a team game. Even yep. though he's kicking goals in the goal square. Yeah. It's a team game. The, the, yeah. old, the old Jenkins. That's it, hire a goalkeeper. Stick <laughs> him in there. I mean, A-League's off-season now. Why Everybody's- not? He's working a contract where he could be uh, a multi-league uh, Australian player like Bo Jackson or yeah. Neon, Neon Sanders. Or Israel Folau. Israel Folau, yeah. But I've been playing like the same season, you know. Oh, right. Season. So a winter and a summer sport. Yeah, yeah. So you've got the soccer that goes in, su- in summer. So yep. you can play A-League and come over and play Jit- with AFL. Jitte. Bruce Jitte, yeah, actually. He, get him in. He looks like he could... He could uh, Plus, he's still growing, isn't he? He's only, what is he, 26, 27? He's, right? he's younger he's than young, you, but yeah. big lad. Yeah, I remember he was 19 playing there. I went and watched um, when they Romero was playing, played a couple of games, 14 games. Speaking of, of uh, needing a goalkeeper, he just hung, seriously, on near the lowest part of offside that he could. Right. Most times, right next to goalkeeper. No right. defense, nothing. He was just there, score goals, scored one. <laughs> one. I was like, we happen to be there for that game, so that was good. Yeah. Good on him. So, yeah. So, Crows uh, still kicking along. Yeah, Crows, they're going to finish top two easily. Uh, West Coast and North. Um, when North were 9-0, and there was a lot of people that were saying oh, they're not really, though. They haven't been tested. Yeah. And then I think they've lost five out of six yep. since then. Injuries have started now because they had a great run of injuries yeah, in the first yeah. nine weeks. Yep. Now, I think uh, Mason Sage Northcote Wood yeah. um, <laughs> is cleared of major knee issues. Oh, thank God. So that's good. Yep. But you still miss this week. Yeah, well, um, expect that. But at the end of the day, uh, it's also this game actually says more about the Eagles that they could beat a top eight side because it's their yep. first win against a top eight side. Yeah, and this was one where they're both the two struggling top eight sides. So if it's going to come way, down yeah. to a, a crunch of maybe one, one person is going to go out, this would be probably the one that would decide it. But going the way it went, you don't see any of them um, going out of the top eight anyway. I think no. top eight's pretty much set. You're just looking at positions now. Yeah, and to be honest, this game I thought it was. Uh, a little bit too much of a friendly affair. <laughs> Wasn't a whole lot of uh, aggression or even well, Benny Brown can easy goal getting helped up by the full back. And it's interesting because like I've noticed that too. And we were talking to um, uh, we were talking to our mate Sam um, from WA in, earlier. Is uh, in, well, no, it was late last year, wasn't it? Anyway, um, Boxing Day. He went to the cricket. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were talking about uh, the grand final where at the end uh, McGovern was helping guys up, and he's like, "No, nah, you know, show some aggression." And I think he's just a nice bloke. Yeah. So when Benny Brown's kicked that goal, he's gone. <laughs> McGovern's looked at him and gone, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Helped him up. Helped no him worries. Up. Yeah. I mean, the game was over. Yeah. So there's no need to, to be uh, uh, try and be a big man or anything like that. Yeah. It was a nice goal. It was the third best goal from the boundary line on the weekend, though. Ben Brown was pretty impressed with himself. <laughs> he was, as he should be. <laughs> yeah. Like Tyrone Vickery the week before. Was it the week before? He goes, I don't know how I kicked that. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah, week before, yeah. If it, it wasn't the week before, yeah. it was the one before. Again. Yeah, and that, that was, yeah, everyone was the same. How the fuck did he kick that one? But yeah. I mean, that's a, you don't know how he does good things in general. So. Yeah. Uh, JJ Kennedy um, kicking uh, four goals. It's, I think he's leading the Coleman now. Uh, just a couple in front of Buddy after Buddy had a quiet week. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, actually looking like a, it could be a race for the Coleman instead yeah. of the... It's going to be interesting to have two uh, top eight uh, full forwards going for... Or it could be top four full forwards going for the Coleman as well, possibly. Yeah. Well, I mean... Um, it could be that one of them gets the Coleman and the other one kicks more goals in the year. Yeah, yeah, um, Which, you know, doesn't happen all that often. Yeah. Uh, write that one down for a, a, a trivia question in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> it 
couple of years' time. Yeah. Um, when you talk about the stab passes, there was a, one in this game where I remember Jack Darling, uh, they kicked the ball in high to him. He's like, keep it low, keep it low. Yep. Um, so he can have a one-on-one. He's yeah. a big lad. But um, yeah, just when you talk about the stab passes, that reminded me of it. Yeah, I want to see it come back. Um, the other th- thing for North Melbourne to come out this week is they've already released the 4-2-7 Guernsey for uh, Boomer Harvey. Oh, yep. For a couple of weeks' time when he breaks the record. Yep. But uh, tempting fate, do you think? Yep, definitely. Bringing it out early? Yep, love to see it. Roll the dice. Why not? You, you like it, so you like the gamble. Oh, because I'm not a North Melbourne supporter, so I get <laughs> yeah, fucked. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love seeing shit go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a couple of times, you now we spoke about it a little bit earlier, where Lindsay Thomas has clearly earned a free kick. Yeah. Um, and when I say earned, I mean deserved. Yeah. Um, and hasn't got it. And we like we keep saying, that's your reputation. Like yep. deserved or not, yep. does not matter. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, so I think he missed out on one, and then you could see it as it was happening. It's like, he's going to give away a free kick here. That's yep. what he's looking to give away a free kick. Yeah. Ended up giving away a 50, I think. Yeah. Um, which is just stupid. Yeah. Uh, because that's your fault then. It doesn't exactly, matter. Yeah. doesn't matter if you think you're justified yep. and all that kind of shit. That's the way it goes. Yeah. Now you've let down. 21 teammates exactly just kick yourself in the balls yep it's, well done there is no reason for it and then he goes and does you know some incredible things and you're like oh, I wish I could just hate you <laughs> <laughs> uh, Goldstein relished I think not playing having to play against Nick Nat yeah um, just, just a 65 odd uh, hit out yeah you know, uh, just have a look how did that do for the clearances for him yeah they, one clearance is just yeah um, but against that uh, star studded midfield of the Eagles um, that's it it's yeah. not a bad effort yeah yeah Still, it says though when your ruckman's getting sixty-five hitouts, yeah. Um, so you know, two to one on hitouts, and you're only just winning the clearances. Yeah, you need a little bit of more help around the ball. And that's it. And you start thinking, well, shit, if they had Nick Nat, would have been chaos in the middle there. Yeah. Like you got issues. I'm going to say the. I think he's recovering well from his uh, injury. I, I want to yeah. say it's a hamstring, but I can't be hundred percent. I'm going on seeing his head on uh, multicultural round interviews. <laughs> yeah. So look like he's pretty chipper. Well, they had to do, get him to do something. Oh, he seems like a really top bloke. Ah, he does. Why would you have him as your, as your poster boy? Um, all right, so we'll move on to the last game. Essendon and St Kilda had no idea it was going to be a good game. Um, nope. And again, a bit like the uh, Tigers and Bulldogs, just a little bit of polish at the end. Yeah. Um, won it uh, for the Saints. Um, Essendon had their chances. Probably should have uh, put it away, but uh, well, they were up um, you know, halfway through the the last quarter, and from from there, after what has been a seesawing match, and you've always been in it, you'd hope you'd be able to finish off, especially after a season you've had where not a lot to be excited about. Yep. You've got a fourth quarter where the game's in the line against a very a very winnable team. You'd hope that someone would be like, "Hey, shit, this is our chance. Let's fucking let's really put it in." Well, it's a team that lost to Gold Coast and snapped Gold Coast ten or twelve game losing streak yeah um, the week before I actually flagged it I said if Essendon are going to win another game this year it's going to be this week yeah um, they, they got pretty close I mean I'd still if they were playing Brisbane tomorrow I'd, I'd probably back Essendon yeah if it was here yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know if they play them here yeah, again oh, that's a close one uh, I think I still take Brisbane well, actually here oh fuck who cares <laughs> it, it is the, it's the number one draft pick <coughs> yeah uh, game yep. <laughs> they should have, they should have like the draft combine afterwards or something. Yeah. While you're all here, that's just you know. Oh, well, play the uh, like the TAC Cup Grand Final before it. <laughs> yeah, as the curtain raiser, <laughs> all the players are out there watching it. Like you guys got to play. Ah, we're yeah. good. <laughs> if, if, yeah, you've got your midfield running water. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about oh, you're yeah, playing great, mate. mate. You're playing great. Yeah, jeez, oh, you look good in red and black. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean. It's hard to really talk about Essendon games because you know they're not going to count for much and you're waiting to clear your squad and get your new draft season. The whole team, the whole club's just waiting for the year to be over. Yeah. 
Um, I think they've only got a couple of guys left to sign on um, out of the uh, the band players. Um, dirty Dozen. The Dirty Dozen, yeah. There's why plenty not? more of them, but hey, <laughs> they're the ones that got caught. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a good heart shown by Essendon, but uh, yeah, just a, a little bit of um, polish in front of goals at the end would have got them there. Yeah. And the, yeah, Saints doing just enough, um, but still not. You, you hope that they'd be doing a lot more against Aston yeah. at this point of the season. Uh, being traveling with consistency, as we always say. So yeah, this is one where you dust out some cobwebs and you yep. can really, you know, change some uh, some mental problems you have. If it's confidence, or if it's you know individual players, you can you can do something this game. And yeah, see, I think enough out of it is what they should have. Well, I think last year or the year before they discovered Josh Bruce yeah. um, and turned him into a great player. Yep. Now he's getting more attention. They've discovered Tim Membry. Yeah, true. Um, also, so Matt Weller really stepped up as well. Yeah, parts good, here and there. He's had a good month yeah. or two, Mav. Yeah. Um, he kicked a clutch goal on this game too. Um, yeah, yeah, he did. Late, so... Uh, young brother at Freo's gun too. Not a bad bad little uh, duo there. Yeah, so you want to hope you're trying to get his his younger brother down into Melbourne, not his young brother or trying to get Webber. Go, Ma- 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 go over to WA, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that uh, St Kilda are just going to get a couple more wins before the end of the year and be be happy with it. Yep. They, they did say that Paddy McCartan's probably a week or two two away. I see no need to sh- play him. No, sit him out for the year. Sit so him out. Take a holiday champ. Game. Yeah, a good year. Pick Later. and choose, you know. There's go, go get head right and then get your head right. No need to get another one. Yeah, that's exactly right. You're not playing for anything this, this year, so yeah, have a rest. Fuck it. Oh, also, it's hard to... When your your sole purpose in life at the moment is to play football, it's pretty yeah. hard to tell someone, mate. You're not playing. Yeah, you're not playing. And the thing is, he needs more games. Yeah, in, yep. in, into him. Yeah, definitely. And he showed a lot of promise too. So, I mean, when he's on the field, exactly. Um, so let's have a look at uh, round 17. Then we kick off on Thursday night again, the last of the Thursday night games, with uh, Sydney hosting Hawthorne. Um, both teams running into form. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Sydney, uh, besides the shock loss to the Bulldogs, yep. just found out uh, a little bit of extra form um, last week against Geelong. Yeah, and that was uh, probably their best win for the year. Yep. Yeah, yeah. This, this one's SCG, isn't it? Yeah. SCG. So. Yeah, it's been a long time since Hawthorne's played at SCG. I think yeah. 2012 was the last yep. time. So as far as the Thursday night game goes, this is a bit of a blockbuster. Uh, should be interesting to see what the crowd is on a Thursday night in Sydney. Yeah, it'd be, be very interesting. interesting to see how that turns out because well, I know they do Monday night. Uh, NRL games yep. don't get huge turnouts. They don't get huge turnouts to Saturday yeah, or Sunday true. NRL that's games. Well, they start up at like fucking 11 in the morning or something stupid. Uh, Sundays or not, not probably not AM but maybe. So you might you might be watching the under 21s or something. Oh, no, I don't watch it at all. <laughs> you <laughs> might have seen it on, it on Fox yeah, when you're flicking here. through to get to yeah, UFC Fly exactly Pass. what I was trying to do. Yeah, I was flicking through to try to get to the higher channels and all the shit I was watching it. Yeah, they have under 21s I think. Oh, it could be. Because I was thinking like who the fuck's Ended up in the morning going, go on the footy, kids, yeah. get your shit together. Oh, fuck off, well, mum, we'll sleep. Don't a lot of the Premier League games start early like that? Yeah, Because yeah. they don't want people to get too drunk. Yeah, is that what it is? There I think, go. well, allegedly. So you don't start too early, because then people just stay up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so who, who you got for Sydney Hawthorne? I think Sydney will get across the line this one, just because it's the MCG. SCG. SCG, sorry. Um, playing well. Uh, but he's been, not, didn't play well that good this last week but the week before that he played excellent kick 5-4 yeah so I reckon he's just about ready to get straps in time for finals I reckon this is one that he probably circles every year and says alright I'm going to really step this one because no animosity between him and the Hawks fellas but you still want to win I think uh, Tippett's not playing which is uh, bad news for Rioli because he always yeah. counts him although he played really well in round 9 I think it was last yep. time these two teams played 
Um, the difference this time is that was the week where Ruffy's cancer scare came out. Oh, yeah. That played a thing. Yeah. Um, but also Hodge wasn't playing and he was an absolute general last oh, week. So yeah. I'm always going to be biased and tip Hawthorne anyway. So yep. I don't know why you really need my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Frio hosting Geelong. Yeah, this one, it's going to be a non-event, isn't it? Really? Non-event. But Geelong, Geelong are going to walk yeah. all over them. Yep. Uh, Tigers and Essendon at the MCG on Saturday. Dream time in the lounge room, this one. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be going to watch it. Obviously, I'm going Tigers. But, um, I think yeah. they showed Endeavour last week, and I, they should get over the line against Essendon. Yeah, if it's a, a good game to watch, I don't care about skills, I don't yep. care about anything, I'll be excited. Just show some heart. Yeah, Just run exactly. hard. From both sides. It can't just be... Uh, Essendon as well. You want to see them show some skills. Yep. Sort of make something out of the, the game you played last week. So, yeah. Uh, again, we're only looking at draft picks here. Um, yeah, exactly. But Richmond still need... To, well, they need to win because if they yeah. lose, I think Hardwick's really in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, it's a matter of pride, isn't it? A matter of self-respect. And really, all you need against Essendon is a four-quarter effort. And yep. that's really what Richmond want to see. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm tipping Richmond as well. Yeah. North hosting Port at Etihad Stadium. Um, geez... North are gettable right now. Yeah, with they their are. injury list. Yeah, um, it, it's it would be hard to see um, North running away with this one. Yeah, they can still win, but yep. geez, they're, they're right for the picking. That's it. And, and well, look at Port. Port are just starting to play some really good footy, so they're due to fuck it up. It's just <laughs> it's just their kicking. Yeah, like, they turn the ball over so easily yep. against Hawthorne. If they do that against North. Yeah, they got no chance. They can't beat anybody if they kick that badly coming out of the back line. Yeah, I think this is going to be a really interesting match, and I think it's going to be because it's going to be that it's just tight, that sort of balance of if the generals of North Melbourne's back line can hold off the running game of Port. Yep. It's going to be you know a classic running game versus that cool head game. I tell you what, um, Charlie Dixon loves a wrestle. He yep. loves a little bit of niggle. Yep. And he'll be in the same 50 as uh, Spud Ferrito. Oh, yeah. I'll yep. tell you what, if UFC 200 didn't put uh, <laughs> put the yep. fire in your belly, <laughs> that's going to be worth watching. I'll tell you yeah. what, the AFL coffers are just sitting there going, come on, lads. Yep. I want a new boat. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I mean, Robbie Tarrant's in there to throw a few around if uh, things get a bit wild. So that'll always, always be interesting to watch. Um, I actually think Port might get an upset. They've got a 1% chance to make the eight. Um, if they lose this, they got zero. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bulldogs in... I'm going north, sorry. Oh, yeah, you go north. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Bulldogs up in Cairns, I think, against uh, Gold Coast. Yeah, CS Stadium. Yeah. I think that's Kazali Stadium. Kazali, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, Bulldogs are going to put an absolute belting on because yep. Gold Coast are run out of men. And yeah. Bulldogs need percentage. Everyone in the top eight needs percentage. Yep. Nothing short of 100 points. Yep, I don't even think the change of weather being up in Cairns and humidity and shit will affect no. it. I don't think there's much you can do besides, I don't know, sniper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Adelaide hosting Collingwood in probably n- not match of the round because they'll give that to Sydney Hawthorne, but it could be a really great game if Collingwood turn up like they did last week. Yep. They won against the top eight side away last week. Yeah. And now they've got another one. Um, if there is any team that likes the backs against the walls and is used to getting booed, Yep. It's Collingwood. That's it. And there's going to be a hostile crowd that yep. I do for this game. It's going to be pretty good to watch. That's it. And, and like, I'm not a fan of Adelaide sports teams at all. <laughs> but Adelaide are playing. Because good. you lived in Adelaide. <laughs> That's exactly right. Like, I loved Adelaide. I loved living there. I just don't like their sports teams because of 
the media. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's why um, the hatred of Hawthorne is doubled because of the way the commentators commentate exactly. Hawthorne games. Yeah, yeah. Um, even I think oh, I'm starting to hate it. Exactly. Yeah, it's the same reason why I don't like Lewis Hamilton as the F1 driver because British commentators. British commentators. They just love sucking his cock. Um, I, I'm tipping Adelaide all the way through for the yep. rest of the year, uh, but it would not surprise me now if Colin would get up. Yeah, that's it. And I don't mind if Colin would get up either because, like I said, I actually like him. <laughs> uh, Carlton hosting West Coast at the MCG. Um, Carlton have put in a few surprises this year. Yeah. I don't think yeah. Mark Murphy's back, and I think that's why West Coast Eagles will get over the line and finally get a win away from home. Yep. And, I mean, wins at the MCG are like hen's teeth for yeah, West Coast, they so are. they'll definitely pocket that and this try and build something from it. Yep. But you can't count out, count out Carlton. Can't count out Carlton. No, because they do stupid things like winning when they shouldn't. Exactly right. Exactly right. It's old and old too well. So, yeah. So, I've got to take West Coast, but Carlton, don't count them out. Um, still wouldn't watch the game. Yep. <laughs> yeah, not watching that one no. either. West, West Coast for me. Uh, St. Kilda and Melbourne at Etihad. Ooh, good game. Good game. I love these games. These two teams that are on the same number of wins. Yep. Um, but Melbourne just looked to have too much polish for yep. mine. I was thinking exactly the same thing. Usually, this would be a game where Melbourne, like, even if you're had a decent run this is one that they're going to drop because they usually like will step up against a, a decent team and they'll yep. fumble around with a, a contest that you think would be there for the taking but Melbourne have been yeah say hello to a new era of mental health care Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100% online you'll experience the all new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The, the things that have been, usually been flaws for them is consistency amongst uh, their mid-tier stars like Watts and Hogan, or maybe not so much Hogan, but uh, Watts especially, uh, have been better. Watts has definitely had his best yeah. uh, career year. I mean, yeah, Viney, Viney, uh, Kraken across the, uh, in the middle. So, yeah. Vince. yeah, it's pretty hard to stop. Yep. Uh, I think Melbourne as well. And finally, Brisbane Lions and GWS at the Gabba. Brisbane played all right at the Gabba this year. Yeah. However, GWS were embarrassed last week by a loss at home yep. that they will feel should not have happened. 
and they're going for a big one. Yep. Oh, yeah. I tip this one. Yeah, this one should be a big one at a pretty empty uh, gather. All right. Um, that'll be round 17. Um, yep. There's our preview. Our tips are in the bag. Uh, clickingballs.com. Um, you can check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Twitter, yep. Yeah, write a comment and let us know what's going on. Yep. I should look forward to the Thursdays when we get Flannisbo's comments on the yeah. SoundCloud page. Yeah, I always go in the uh, comments on SoundCloud. So, yeah, go to SoundCloud because there's, yeah. you know. Have a chat, get in touch with us. And uh, you can download from there and it's got no ads and shit. Yep. All right, guys, thank you very much. This is Heath and Brenton signing off. All right, peace. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.